And we're live from New York City for the second time. We're live once again, trying not to get canceled. Sorry, guys. This dude's got a mouthful of crackers already. <laughs> <sighs> That's the meme. I'm gonna put these away. Yeah, put those crackers down, dude. <laughs> yes, put the crackers. God, I would be... Sorry, a hungry. I got a breakfast. <laughs> that is my breakfast. <laughs> Just throw them away. Somewhere you'll never find them again. How long has it been, boys? Four weeks. What? Really? A month? Mm -hmm. 140. It's been a long time. It's been four weeks since we recorded. Sorry to all the faithful listeners out there that had to wait a month for this next episode. I mean, they also had to wait for me to actually edit the last one, which took me a while. Did you let the fans know we were on hiatus? Did? And I didn't. I'm sure they figured it out by the fact that we didn't drop an episode for a while. And they'll surely have figured it out now. A few things. One, BJ has a new mic that we're recording on, so we'll see how it sounds in post. If it sounds garbage, we'll switch it out to the last mic that we had. But I sent all three of you guys a package. You did. Big package. Big old package. Yes, of items. I say we open that. But I'm going to ask you guys which one wants to go first. I think Eddie should go first. Why? Because. <laughs> I don't know. I figured he would hate that, so that's why. <laughs> Bro, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's whichever one wants to actually go first. Bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. Okay, but how do we know who's pointing to what? We don't. So, honor system? Let's just, why don't we just, I'll go first, dude. Fuck. Yeah, there it is. I'll step up, dude. I already got mine open, by the way. What? I, I haven't looked at it. I just opened it. I already looked at it yesterday, by the way. I sold mine. Can I open it now? Yeah, go. I opened it. Are they all different or are they all the same? We'll find out. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, hell yeah. It looks like maybe, uh, uh, what's it called? A dagger? A rapier? That's what R. Kelly is compared to me. Compared to most. R. Kelly likes piss. Oh, he do. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, sick. Just an empty box. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it is. No, dude, you could totally put something that's shaped like that in there. I know. All right, here we go. Oh, I lost my mind. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. what is that? Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, and hold on. Where's my character sheet? Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Griffin's got the blicky. Buzzard's fall? Is it Buzzard's fall? It's not completely designed. Like, it's supposed to be. It is a blade. It is a sword, if you will. I personally thought it would be more of the sword that never misses. This? It, no, listen, I'm, I... You mean, you don't mean size-wise, right? No, I definitely think it was more of a symbol than anything. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's for you, it's for you, Wes, because you don't miss. I don't. Imagine if the sword that never misses was a paperweight. Eddie's away from the mic. Do what I want. Because, yeah, he's just holding It's so small, but, like, I looked up other ones, but there's the one that I really wanted to get, but it was $400. That's a lot. Yeah, sure. I, I didn't ball out for that. I'm going to keep this as my keychain. <laughs> they were just like, man, I love you guys, but I don't love you that much. Ooh, I, I love it. And it's got even, I don't know if you did this on purpose or what, if that was just coincidence. 
but it looks like the wristband that Griffin wears. That color. Oh, that uh, that is actually pretty decent. I need to display it somewhere. Put it in your cabinet. BJ, turn on your webcam for this. I don't wanna. All right, I will. Do it. So we can watch you open the blicky. You know, I'm actually proud of you guys because you were in roll 20 before I was. I was. I was the first one. And then Ed. I'm sorry. Weston was kind of a teacher's pet right there. I was first. I was first. Wow, Wes. Weston's trying to get cloud. Just saying. Just saying. I'm built different. That's all. <laughs> You're up, BJ. Hey, Wes, can I borrow your knife? <laughs> That you just got? Yeah. <laughs> what if I just stuck it through my monitor and I'm just like, shit. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Guesses. Is it a live turtle? Cause... <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. We waited a bit long on that one, buddy. Hold on. I'm guessing, uh, what does Baggio use as a weapon? He's got a staff. He's got a book. He's got... A staff? Maybe it's a retractable staff? Is it a box of darts? <laughs> you sold those at the shelf. You no longer have darts. Yeah. All right, what'd you pull out? The blicky. A box. Says made in China. Congratulations. It's a passport to China. China. He would go, too. Is it a lamp? Oh, that'd be cool if it was a magic lamp. (gasps) Yo. It is a magic lamp. Oh, it is. (laughs) That's sick. Yeah, I bet. David's asshole puckered so hard when I said that. Rub it, rub it, rub it. Okay, yeah, one second, guys, let's check. (laughs) Dude, get Umaiza out here and get her out here now. Umaiza, show me those titties. (laughs) Hannah just walks in. (laughs) Hannah, show me those titties. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah walks in, just blue body paint. Good night. Yep, there you go, to remind you of Umaiza. Thank you. I love that. Yeah, you just let her go. I did it to save Helen! <laughs> you just gave her away for no reason. Yeah, I gave her away. You're such an <laughs> asshole for that. Why would you do that, BJ? Why, why would you just give her away? <laughs> Whatever I did to get rid of Umiza was totally not worth it. Yeah, 100%. You're such a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guesses for Ed Howen. I think Eddie's is a gun. I think it's just a, <laughs> it's just a mouse. It's a rat thing. It's a live mouse. I'm thinking rat thing, some kind of bell. Because I, I heard this shit and it sounded like glass or something. I was like... Does it sound like broken glass? <laughs> <laughs> Better not be broken glass. <laughs> I did tell Eddie, I was like, please be very careful with this one. It is a bell. It is a fucking bell. Okay. Ring-a-ding-ding it. I opened it beforehand, and I put tape over ah. the knocker so it wouldn't ring while it was in the box. Bro, fuck you. Wait, Beach, put the cracker down, dude. <laughs> quit sneaking crackers. I actually had a chance to have Eddie's for a while. It's a little bit more special. Oh, oh. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I engraved it myself. He put an exclamation point on it, Ed. Oh, that sounds so... Oh, that sounds rough, dude. Yeah, it does. Look forward to this one in editing, buddy. Is it a trident? I love that the top of it's like a pitchfork. Can you throw it? Will it come back? Yo, Eddie, I never noticed that ship behind you. That's a new piece of the collection. Hold on. <laughs> That's a new... Let's not mention the other ones. Yeah, we, we don't talk about the others. Have you seen the background? There's the Al Capone thing that he took from me. Borrowed. Borrowed forever. Liberated. 
Ed, face the light. No, it's it's on the inside of the fucking bell. <laughs> What's it say, Eddie? It says, uh, never end the journey, and it looks like David carved it in there before he died. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny, like, Ed's like, oh, this sick-ass bell. <laughs> and it's so, like, pristine, and Dave's just like, yeah, I carved it in there. And then you look at the carving, and it's just, like, super bad. Like, he just ruined it. <laughs> and he's face. I mean, I, I appreciate it, the gesture. You know, I appreciate the thought behind it. Eddie, I'm gonna need you to try to Snapchat what that writing looks like. Okay, because <laughs> he okay. Let me. There's a story behind that because that the original bell I bought for Eddie is not here. It, I had to get my money back because it never showed up. So I had to get that one. What I originally got for Eddie was a Wiccan altar bell with moons on it. And I was like, oh, dude, that's really sick because of the night's congregation and the moons. And I messaged my friend Amber, who's a Wiccan, and I was like, hey, I'm getting this bell. It, it hasn't showed up. Is there anywhere I can get it, like, in real life so I can snag it real quick and then refund the other money? And she was like, you know what that symbol is, right? I'm like, yeah, it's the moon. No, it's it's a symbol of the Earth goddess. I was like, okay, uh, so I can't give this to Eddie. And she's like, I wouldn't recommend it. Bad juju, man. So I I found that one. <laughs> I found that one. And she told me, hey, if you get an engraver with it, I'll split it with you, and I'll also help you engrave a moon onto it. But when I got it, I thought it looked better without the moon on it in the first place. So we actually could have recorded three weeks ago, but you're trying to get this bell done. You're like, yeah, it's <laughs> not this week, guys. I don't feel too good. I'm kind of tied up, and apparently the Earth... <laughs> what? The Earth goddess? Why is that bad juju? Why is the Earth goddess the moon? That's neither here. Why is it evil? It's Earth. What? What's? What's wrong with that? No, no, it's it's bad juju for someone who doesn't believe in it because then the Earth goddess puts a lot of bad energy in. You think Ed gives a fuck? Look, I know Ed doesn't give a fuck, but like I was just trying not to. Could you imagine if he had misspelled something? I I love that this is. It was bad juju. I was trying to, and I I just I look at this and it's like fifty dollars. The bell David was gonna get like eighty five dollars. I was just trying not to get him cursed. I didn't want to put the hex on him. The, the bell he was going to get is like 150 and David just looking at his wallet like, yeah, I'm trying not to fuck you up. Checks his wallet like, yo, that one's cursed. Yo, that's bad. <laughs> we're we're going to return that. But the, the engraver came with it, too. <laughs> My, mine was a deal. Great. My, mine was a real steal. No, the engraver, like, I bought it. They showed up at the same time. And, like, hey, like, when, if... If, when I die, like, and you have that bell. <laughs> if I die. <laughs> and it's like, I'm living forever. When I die, you'll have that bell, and it's going to it's gonna have that nice inscription. And it may look like I carved it when I was dying. <laughs> I love, that was the best line ever. Uh, by the way, everybody check Snapchat, Liz. I just did. So, how does it look, BJ? It looks like you wrote it in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send me a thing to the bell that you were going to get. I want to... No, Eddie, it's cursed. Oh, yeah, I, I bet it is. <laughs> it's not as cursed. It's just that it's, like, bad energy. You think Eddie cares? I know he doesn't care, but I don't. I didn't want him to have it. You didn't want to have it on your conscience that you might have cursed him? The thing is, I don't think the Earth Goddess would have taken offense if I didn't know who that was. 
But now that you've explained it, it's like... Now he can't have it. Now, now it's like, I know what it is, so now here we go. So now I'm fucked. For sure. So now you have it. And also, my friend Amber is Wiccan, and I didn't want to be like, let me take this thing that's precious to you and use it for D&D. Dude, if you ever deprive me of something that you think I'll enjoy to spare one of your Wiccan friends, whom I will almost never talk to, <laughs> I'm a beach ass. Wait, you didn't want to offend her? Yeah. Why? Because of her beliefs? Because she's a witch. Bro, what's that got to do? Leave me out of it. Fuck her. Send it anyway. I'm just saying, why Why would she get mad? If she wouldn't get mad. She just told me it would be bad juju, and I just didn't want to take that and use it. You didn't want to offend her. Ooh. Oh, that one That one looks cool. That one's cool, but I, I definitely like that this one is black. That does look fucking cool, though. I'm just saying, dude, you didn't want to offend her because of her beliefs. Crazy. We'll have this conversation later, man. Crazy. That is wild. Oh, wow. <laughs> Weston, I didn't think of that. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how pagans didn't plunge us into the Dark Ages. Anyway, I'm about to... I'm just saying, dude. Bad juju. <laughs> I like this one more, but I, I, I gotta be honest, I do be liking the moons on that quite a bit. If you want, I can actually get that engraved. I won't engrave it. Uh, someone <laughs> who actually knows how to do that. I can get it engraved for you. Because I was gonna just get the Knight's Congregation symbol like engraved on it. I'm just gonna write foot. Knight's Congregation on it. <laughs> just draws it a moon, like a shitty... <laughs> You moon. get you open it up and it says moon and just moon. <laughs> it says Howland, but the D is backwards on it. It's just I got it for you. I made it from my tears. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. I'm gonna be real with you, and I'm about to send you a Snapchat. He's actually got the bell. He got it, and he loved it so much. No, because I had the engraver in one hand, and I had the bell in the other, and I was about to engrave a moon on it. But before I did that, I took the engraver, and I engraved it onto my cabinet of a moon to see what it would look like on the bell, just to test it before I even attempted it. And I did it on the cabinet behind me. I was like, okay, I can't do this. I'm sending it in Flavortown. Please tell me what He's you- about to give his cat a tattoo is what's going to happen. Oh, Deej, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, Eddie. <laughs> oh, my God, Eddie, look. Oh, no. That is the letter C. Look what you almost had. <laughs> and that on the bottom is a pepper. <laughs> oh, my God. I am I am assuming I dodged a very large bullet here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pepper on the bottom. <laughs> he, he did his face. You drew a fucking snake and a kidney bean. <laughs> you bitch. Bro, that sucks. You get it away. I took the engraver to the cabinet, and then I, I looked at the bell. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna leave this one alone. All right, anyway. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the gifts. <laughs> but thank you, though. I, I do love it. I, I do love it regardless of the, the madman's crayon scribble in, in there, but I appreciate the thought. Shit. Oh, uh, no, he dropped his camera and somehow his mic got worse. Yo, what's up, low gang? Yo. What's up, guys? Griffin, back at you again with another vlog. Adds a lot more color in here, too. Coming at you live to all of your crystal balls. I'm about to play the recap from last time, so hopefully you guys can remember anything. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. Last time on The Journey. 
Screw it. I'm jumping off. I'm flying down there. We're, we're going to windswept. I'll see you later. He gets pulled right back into the water, under the water, very fast. By me? Howland stands up immediately. While you're actually staring into the darkness, you are fixated on a little tiny light. Oh, no. In the middle of the lake, just a little tiny one. But you can't really make out what it is, especially on a nat one. And while you're staring at it... Oh, no, something's got a hold of us. What I fucking tell you, Baggio, get you! Baggio, do you roll an investigation? Zach! And he, he runs and jumps into the river. <laughs> Zach! Zachary! <laughs> That's not what I wanted. While they're in the water, Howland is looting this boat. What's in here? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> What's in the boat? No, I own you. I caught you. I thought this kid was going to be cooler than this. Hey, uh, w- what's your name, kid? Zach! I'm guessing it's Zach. So... What do you think, Zach? Is a uh, hundred gold a sufficient price for my friend here? Yep, and a hundred for the turtle. <laughs> oh shit! Griffin, you land with all three of you in tow at the House Cat Tavern's door. On one side of the room, in the corner, you see this weird character. He looks like he's wearing this long robe. It's in rouge color. It has this weird pointy hat that has it's blue and has stars on it. I'm like a wizard. On the other side of the room, you could recognize as a paladin slash knight. All this shiny silver and blue armor is covering everything. His helmet is oddly shaped with horns on top. It's just been such a weird roller coaster of events ever since we got here. That does remind me, while I was under the water, I saw like deep under the water there was like a purple light. There has been an oddly coincidental series of events in the last couple days, and I mean... Everywhere we go, there seems to be conflict. Can't just be at peace anywhere. We got sent here on a mission to find secrets. I think we should be careful who we ask. (laughs) Oh, what's so funny, Kyle? It just, everyone thinks you're such a nice guy, but I I finally realized you're, you're just not. This whole time you've tried to teach me how to be a good person, whatever, and you know, for a while I was like, you know, maybe this guy's got, maybe he's got some answers, but you just, you don't. You know, at this point, I just gotta stick around long enough till you you throw me away. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Hey, uh, I just have a question for you. And you turn around, and it's, uh, the barkeeper dwarf. What do you exactly know about it? We know it's dangerous, and we tell everybody to stay away, and if they come through here, we tell them that if they want to go back to the pass, if they have to go back to the pass, the best way to do it is to do it on a horse so he can get through it as quickly as possible. Uh, I got a friend Joe back over at the horse stable and he sells horses. Do you know of anyone else who would have more information about this pass? There's all sorts of legends of it. Like, um, one of my favorites was, uh, this, this poem. You know, I, I can find the poem for you at some point. Finishes washing his hands and he reaches out a, a hand to shake yours and he says, uh, I'm Grispancho. There's a cannon that roars to life, and you see one of the biggest ships you've ever seen. Oh my. We talking a galleon? That logo is the Osprey. The person who's leading the charge, so to speak, is this really big black man. He's muscular, but he's not in that way where he's like buff and like toned. Looks like a guy that you just wouldn't fuck with. You're kind of late, don't you think? It's people trying to sleep. Have you ever heard of the lost treasure of the troll Thugrock? Treasure? 
What exact treasure would that be? I think I'm down for this treasure hunt. There's certainly more on that island than they're telling us. I can guarantee that. You guys ah! look in in the middle hey! of the crowd. There's a crowd of shipmates over there. There is Baggio hanging by a rope, frozen in place, as people are poking him with sticks. I threw you a life preserver! You threw me off the ship! And then I saved you! Oh, you had to go and mess with Billy Dean! <laughs> is he going to join us on the... Yes, cut him down. My name is Illabox Loy, and guys, this is Captain Nikita Castor. As she walks to the driver's wheel and she says, Who's ready for an adventure? That TikTok trend started. All right, so you guys have a vague remembrance of what happened a month ago. Very vague, yeah. Give us the cliff notes. thought that's what that was. You have been commissioned to come aboard the Osprey to help them on their quest to relieve the treasure of Thugrock, who stole so much treasure from the pirates in his career of being a pirate himself. On the island, Skullcap Island, there are ogre encampments all over the island, and Thugrock the Troll has put all of his treasure on it. Howland, you had some type of suspicions that there's more than just treasure on this island that the Osprey is after, and they originally attempted to get the treasure by themselves. They walked onto the island with, I think I said, 35 people or 30 people, and only three came back, and one of them was... Jamo, which was the big man. Whenever I refer to the big man, you'll it'll be Jamo, which is the captain's second in command. What is that called? What's what's the second in command called? First mate. First mate. Thank you. First mate, Jamo. First mate, Jamo. First mate, Jamo. And then Illabark is on there, of course. Right now, you guys are going to be on the ship right before it leaves port because they said they were going to wait till morning to get more helpers and crew members on the boat. I remember vaguely you said good luck to Ed when it came talking about killing that Eobard Sly. Yeah, dude. Illabark Sly. And that was yesterday. That That wasn't a month ago. That was yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah. Because he said, I'm going to kill Illabark. I was like, okay. He was the second character I ever played in 3.5 Pathfinder, and I still have his character sheet. Isn't he third edition, too? Yeah, what I just said, 3.5 Pathfinder. Oof. David is just sitting here like, you're welcome to try. <laughs> is that harder or something? Um, Well, he's David's character. David's not going to like That fight's going to be so rigged, you don't even know. No, the thing is, with 3.5, there's just a lot more stuff he could have access to. Like, when I put Noboru in Handsome Dwellers, I put it under a certain rules, like, yeah, it's a wrestling match, and everybody else, they're witnesses, so please don't do anything you're going to regret, for instance, and I'm not going to, like... Flex or anything, but... 
Yeah, I'm not flexing or anything, but like there's 40 other Osprey members surrounding him. He's protected, is what I'm saying in my own narrative sense. So we're not going to Margot's Pass right now. Right now you are windswept, which is off of Margot's Pass, but right now the Osprey are taking you to an island. This seems more like a side mission, is what I'm saying. It does seem that way, right? It do be a side piece. Which I'm all down. I'm trying to 100% this game. Right. So like, (laughs) this is the one hundred percent run of Margot's Pass. (laughs) Glitchless one hundred percent run. Dude, you gotta add like fifty artifacts that are scattered throughout. It's funny you say that is because I did task you with finding the secrets of Margot's Pass, and I'll remind you that Grispancho mentioned a poem that he said he was gonna find for you. Right, and he never did. Is that just because I didn't ask, or is he still looking for it? It's funny because I didn't ask. <laughs> it's funny because the night before, you were attacked by pirates, and you didn't really go and talk to him about it after that. I'm sure out of game he has it. Just go talk to him. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we're on the ship. And then, Eddie, you had the suspicions of Skullcap Island having more than just... I still got him. There, There's some pretty nutty shit going on right now. We are now leaving? Am I still tied up? No, 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 no. They cut you down last night. The camera opens on a sunrise over windswept. The seagulls are awake, and so is everybody else. The osprey sits in the port, creaking as the water goes back and forth on the vessel. And we see Jamo with a clipboard with some of his shipmates next to him as we see a long line of people coming up from windswept onto the ship. And this is morning. Yep. Griffin is actually in the crow's nest, laying down, got his feet up, hanging off the side, taking in the breeze, chilling. Bagio is down on the deck, doing his morning Tai Chi. Holland is somewhere down by the engine room or something in the bottom of the ship, looking out a window. Real quick, this is like a wooden ship, right? Yeah. Or is it like a like Titanic no. I thought it was Titanic. No, it's a mix. Like, it's mostly wooden, but there are... Like Sea of Thieves type ship? Yeah, like bigger than a galleon. There are metal components, contributions to the actual ship. You know, like the windows, screws. There's parts of the hull that have been reinforced with metal. There's a boiler room in the bottom of the ship that shovels coal into the engines. Yeah. So it's not a sailboat? I mean, it has sails when they don't want to use the engine, you know, if it gets stranded out in the ocean. Okay. Jamo sits at the front of the ship, and he has a clipboard. Baggio and Griffin, since you're on the deck of the ship, roll perception for me. Sure thing, boss. Ooh, 20. Ooh, let's fucking go! Perception. Dude, we can see your screen just a little bit. It's weird that you're on Apex. Is that porn? <laughs> He's just ignoring that bit. He doesn't want to put it in the show. 13. Wait, what did you ask me? I'm sorry, the music was loud. I really didn't hear you, I swear. Turn it down, turn it down. had a mini stroke, dude. Your eyes got real squinty. You were like, you fucking piece of shit. So we can see the corner of your screen. And I was like, dude, you you watching porn, dude? Also, turn... One second. All right. Oh, we can't see the reflection <laughs> off his yeah, glasses. Yeah, there, you fixed it. Now we don't know. Now we got no idea. Yeah, he took off his glasses. 
on an unnatural 20 and a 13. Both of you can hear this just fine. JMO has his clipboard out and he's pretty much interviewing people that come through. And I'm just going to go through the characters that are actually going to mean something here instead of just all of them. You see in the line, Griffin especially, because you remember noticing them yesterday. Grispancho is part of it. He's the third of them. But you see what you thought was a wizard. He's got the blue hat with the yellow stars. From the bar. From the bar, yes. Gray beard that is scraggly, and he looks very stoic. He's got a very rouge-colored robe that just stretches down. You can't see his feet, and he's holding a gnarled staff. Looks like a wooden bark staff with weird colors at the end of it. No gems or anything, just weird colors at the end of it. And Jamo says, Name, I am Offrod, the Rouge, Master Scholar of Autumn's Rise. I am a Thaumalite, member of the Order of the Found, and a magician for hire. I am a Pathfinder, Warm Rider, and Lord of the Duel. Just to name a few of my titles. Very well. Step aside. How you doing, Jens? <laughs> he steps aside and he goes onto the ship. The next one in line is that paladin you remember with that weird blue armor. He's wearing all armor. You can't see his face. You can't see any part of his body. He's got little metal horns that are part of the helmet. Jamo goes, name. My name is TGB. Mm-hmm. And... I'm a paladin to my master's house and survivor of Bremen's Raid. Hmm. Bremen's Raid. And he looks like he's thinking about it. He's like, uh, I don't know about this guy. But then he goes, all right, on the ship you go. And then Grispancho, that dwarven man with seaweed belt, comes around and he says, mm, I'm Grispancho. I own the house cat tavern. Fair enough. And Grispancho's let on the thing. <laughs> It looks like he's just letting on the people that he thinks are about to be joining the ship. He's auditioning them to go on to the mission. And you see, in the long line, there's a guy with a black ribbon across his eyes with eye holes cut in. And he's wearing black and white stripes and black pants and a weird ski mask. Hamburglar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is the hamburglar. He walks up and Jamo goes, Name? <laughs> They call me D's. <laughs> Bakio looks over at Griffin like this. <laughs> it's just Howland in the bottom of the ship doing the Danny screaming bit from The Shining when he's seeing people getting murdered and he sees the thing of blood. Howland is just like, yeah. don't do it. Don't fall. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and just Bakio and Griffin are just pog facing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Jamo blank-faced, like his eyes glaze over as his shipmate to the right of him, very small dude, goes, We'll take care of this one. And he takes a knife and stabs the dude in the stomach. Oh. And and the guy falls over onto the deck, bleeding out. Bagel goes, Oh, oh hey, I think you hurt him. He looks at you, blank-faced, the guy with the knife, and then he pulls out the knife and then puts it back into him slowly this time. Hey. Alan, just from the very bottom of the ship, you can so faintly hear it, but Alan's just like, oh. <laughs> Bagu, like, scratches his head and looks back at Griffin's like, doesn't that kill people? Oh, it's based. <laughs> based. Guess the dude didn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> Jamo picks the dude up from the scruff of his neck and tosses him into the water, and he... Are you going to take him to the... Oh. 
He says, anyone else have any funny business? A few of them actually leave the line. I would have just shit on that dude's head. (laughs) (laughs) Was the guy conscious at all when he got thrown overboard? Nope. Oh, probably went into shock at that point. Wow. <laughs> he didn't even get to finish the bit, dude. <laughs> this dude literally cut himself off in the middle of his own bit to do another bit. We see the boots of a man as he's walking up the plank as people step aside for him. His boots are leather and they're blue, and the camera is moving up as we see the back of his long coat flapping in the wind as he walks up the plank towards Jamo. You guys see a Nixie with a long-brimmed pirate hat with a feather in it. He's not wearing a shirt, but he is wearing a coat over it. Looks like a pretty rad pirate. He's got a blue mixed with a little bit of green. Looks like he's got scars all over his body, and they're green mixed over his blue skin. Jamu looks him up and down before saying, Name? My name's Long Dick Plotnam. Former captain of King's Pleasure. Did he say what I think he said, Griff? Yeah, I think his uh, his name was Long Dick. Interesting name, to say the least. I'm not sure I can say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Dick isn't really necessarily a bad word, Baggio. It's just short for Richard, you know? His name might be Richard, for all we know. No. Hey, Richard. He doesn't look at you. I don't think it's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his name actually is Dick. <laughs> Jameis says, King's pleasure. The ship stolen from the Alamoons during a naval battle? That'd be the same. And you said former captain of the King's pleasure. Why is that? Well, I'll just say the crew mutinied. Bloody scoundrels, but what can you do? Pirates. Very well. Aboard you go. And he walks up, and as he's walking, he kicks off one of his boots into the water as he reveals his peg leg that looks like a hook that hooks around like a sickle on his leg. He tips his hat to you three as he walks by. Good day, sir. He grabs his nuts at you, and he walks by. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bongo's just standing there bewildered with his hands on his head like, what? This dude's just like, good day, sir, and he's just like, (laughs) okay. Fuck, dude's giving them both a honk for you. Bago's just looking around like, I shouldn't be here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, J-Mo, does your pal still have that knife? You see the small little guy. You guys haven't asked his name. He's a small little man. Looks like Danny DeVito almost, and he has (laughs) the knife in his hand. And he just waves it a little bit before he pulls a propeller in his hand and then puts it into his holster. You see Grispancho, the dwarf... He walks up, and he actually waves at you to come down. Hey, Grispancho, how's it going today? It's going good. I got that poem for you. Yeah, I really don't. just don't want to read it. Poems aren't really my thing. No, I'm kidding. I'm, okay. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, he turned, he's <laughs> like, all right, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me come down and uh, grab that real quick, if you don't mind. So Griffin then, you know, obviously glides down. So... This poem, you said you had it, right? Yeah, he unfurls it. Uh, It's a little scroll, and he said, It's a little bit old, but I have it for you. This is one of the ones I had when I was a kid. I have more, so you can take this. Just be careful for a bit. 
You said this would help us with Margot's past? I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to help, but it, it might give you a little bit more information about what this place is. It's definitely helped some of the locals uh, find some cherishing in it. Griffin holds out his hands. He gives it to you, and he says, I'm going to go find something else to do on this ship, because I'm not really a pirate type, but the guys did say that we're going to get lots of money for this mission, so whatever I can use for the town would help. Are you okay? Like, I would gladly donate a portion of my income to the town. Oh, how much you got? Whenever we make it. Mmm, you're one of those. Okay, all right. I don't have any money right now. I don't think. Let me check. Baggio looks at his pockets. No. <laughs> no, I don't have anything. A moth flies out of his wallet. Yeah, you're just like me. It's fine. I'm land rich and penniless, so the journey begins. If I die, let's not think about this one, right? How? If you need anything, though, you know, let me know. Of course, of course. And he walks down to the bottom of the ship, passing Howland. Howland reluctantly is walking up there. This is a secret of the Margo's Pass that Griffin has just gotten, so I'm going to send this to you in Discord. Holy. Hey, Howland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? What, what do you want? <laughs> Griffin, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to come over here. We kind of got to keep this on download just because I don't know any of these people. Don't know their intentions. What are you guys talking about? Uh, Baggio? Um, <clears throat> just need to share something with you. I got this poem that may or may not help us with the whole reason why we're here. Hey, Yog Quig used to write poetry. I love poems. Yeah, yeah. Um, Once again, I guess I could read it. It's pretty long. Can you do the voices of the characters for me? Yog Quig used to do that. I mean, I'll give it my best shot. Alright, cool. Let's hear it. <clears throat> the Eldra lovers sought for change. You know what? I'm just gonna... Baggio looks thrilled. I'm just gonna tell you. Howland <laughs> <laughs> is so unamused. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm just gonna read it. Oh, okay. The Eldra lovers sought for change. Unaware, they'd end in chains. With their families pulling back, they knew their joy was under attack. Oh. One was Margot, the heir to mud. Oh. From her clan, she begged for love. But no, they said, you have no clue what the Azure will do to you. The other forgotten in the east. He also wished to be off his leash. But the Azir said with their hands on their head, The Elamoons will kill you and you will be dead. For years and years they both wept, hoping for when their paths would intersect. One in the west and the other the east, their prayers unanswered, not even the least. Then Margot had an idea, all on her own. With her elemental power, she refused to be alone. As a princess of mud, she turned to the ground, and from the ocean floor, the pass came around. Another year, she ran and hid, so her clan could not see what she did. She slept and awoke to continue her trail. She refused to stop. She refused to fail. 
At the other side, she finally found. After a year of creating, she touched east ground. She found her prince, chained and burned. He was waiting for change. He was waiting for her. With their hearts filled with joy, they ran away. To enjoy every night and to enjoy every day. They married soon after, their hearts aflame. Love will prevail, Margot exclaimed. Her words were true as they finished their dance. Love will prevail on Margot's past. That was just a bunch of hoo-ha. Um, <laughs> I thought it was sweet. So it looks like some type of love story. Uh, you think Margot ever ever found happiness? It says so right there in the words. In the, like, I can hear it. Who is this guy? Hello? That's Kyle. Oh. Like, Baggio, you're so fucking stupid. It's right there. Now that I can agree with. She found love. I take Kyle and I put him back into my pocket, but upside down. It's funny. You think I have a sense of gravity. I really don't. But his head is covered now instead of sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he gets rambunctious. Now, just a little bit of history, because you guys would know that. The Azure, or the Azure, as some of them call them. I call them Azure. They're the house of the humans, the clan of the humans. Those are their royal family. Are we to assume right now that Margot was a human? No. Oh. She was an Elamoon. She was a Genasi. Oh, okay. The human was the Azure, which is the other lover that was forgotten. From this poem, you, it says that Margot was an heir to the mud. She was a mud Genasi from what you can assume in this poem is that she built the pass in order to get to the east of Eldra. It sounds like basically, for lack of a better word, like she earthbent to build the pass, pretty much. Right. She was nothing, but there's a human man. They had feelings for each other. He was probably wealthy, I'd guess. Two lovers <laughs> destined for one another. Two star-crossed lovers like a Romeo and Juliet type. You could say that. You could say that. You'd be wrong, but you could say it. <laughs> Just check yes, Juliet, the campaign. Check go. yes, Juliet, are you with me? <laughs> I posted it in the Coral Castle Discord. If you guys could keep this in mind, this is one of the secrets of Margot's past that you guys have just unearthed. I'll try to keep a Word document for you guys, because the other one you got at the church... Do we know how many secrets there are? No, you have no idea. But you have two at this point. Okay. The other one, the church was saying how, oh, she was sacrificed by the gods to, like, quell some type of evil. As you do. I don't know what you guys would prefer, because I would very much, for story purposes, to, for you guys to keep track of these, I would very much like that. So I could probably make a Google Doc for you guys if you'd prefer. Yeah, I can take a Google Doc. I can take a Google Doc. Google Doc, for sure. The glizzy. Howland is just so unamused with this whole, like, okay, we get a lover's story, all right, whatever. Howland is just, I guess, on the deck of the ship now, looking around, just very, like, oh, my God, dude, no. 
And I think he's just looking over the edge right now like, oh my god, fuck this. What do you think he expected? What, from this situation or the entire Margot's past? The secrets. Was this something that he expected or even wanted as one of the secrets? It's not that he wanted anything. I think Howlin just immediately reads the whole two lovers thing and just immediately is like, ugh, yuck. While you guys are having this conversation, J-Mo, you see him push everyone down the plank and he says, no more need to ply. As he pulls the plank back up and he turns to the rest of the crew as he says, "What's wait, what's the center of the deck called? What is that called? Isn't that like the poop deck or something like that? No, I'm not calling it the poop deck. <laughs> the shit deck. No, like, it probably is the poop deck. I think it didn't maybe the poop deck. I'm not calling it that. Why? It's what it is. I'm not calling it. A real pirate would call it that. No, he wouldn't. Oh. Yeah, they did. What do you mean? A real pirate shoot you. Dude, he would shit all over that deck and you know it. You know it's not just for pooping. The main deck? Main, just say, here, just say the main deck. The main deck. Yes, okay. Good one, Wes. All right, before we take off, everyone meet at the main deck. And he shouts that again as everyone starts to move towards the main deck of the ship. Hey, Griff, as we're walking away. Yeah? Is this guy our boss now? Yeah, he's not my boss. I mean, he might be your boss, but he ain't my boss. <laughs> I thought you were my boss. Don't view me as a boss. <laughs> view me as a, an acquaintance. Uh, uh, what? I thought we were best friends. Best friends, that's a strong... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Boggy. You're my... Oh, Griffin, you are, you're always so silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets in line. I'm assuming Howland, you do as well. Baggio, you'll always be my ride or die. You know I'm your ride or die. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone steps into the crowd, and Grispancho is there. You see Offrod the Rouge, and you see... We see Ulfric Stormcloak. And you see TGB step into the line as well, along with Long Dick Platinum. Long Dick Platinum. I'll say, I'm going to keep an eye on Long Dick Platinum. (laughs) I bet you will. I'm worried about him. Why would you say that? <laughs> you got a pretty hard turtle shell, don't you? <laughs> what I'm saying. Just scary movie too, boys. Now you guys step up all in the center of the ship. You see the captain all the way up behind the driver's seat looking down at you. She's got an apple in her hand and she's biting onto it. And you see Illabark on her shoulder. This guy's a cat? Yep, that's Illabark. But Jamo is in front of you and he says, All right, men. I've gathered you all here. We have 35 members of the Osprey, plus, and he counts on his hand, seven more of you. So that makes roughly 42, 43 members, depending on what stowaways are on the ship. We will be heading to Skullcap Island very briefly. I don't know how long the journey might be. I don't know how long you think it'll be. It should be maybe a day, maybe half a day, depending on how the winds are and how the sea is. But... Once we get the treasure, you will all have 142, 142nd, 143rd of the treasure for yourselves. Are we clear? Bago's counting on his fingers. Uh, so we're splitting it up into 43? Into 43s. Howland is just listening to that, and Howland's got an eyebrow cocked as he's saying, like, you'll get X and Y amount of the treasure, Howland's Sounds just... like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you looked at Howland, he's like, yeah, I bet we will, buddy. That we fucking will. (laughs) 
you see the wizard step forward with his staff and he puts it over his shoulders and he says, What sort of dangers will there be on the way there? Will we be opposed by any pirates like yourself, or will we get to the island unscathed? And when we do get to this island, should we be met with how many ogre encampments, how many trolls? What seems to be the problem on this island? The island is filled with dangers, traps, creatures, and ogre alike, uncivilized. Thug Rock was not seen the last time we saw him, and we lost 27 members on the way there. You be the judge. Keep your own safety. But if any of you are to fall, just remember that is just one less person you need to share the treasure with. <sighs> Howland's eyebrow raises at that, and the running meme, the devil's advocate meme. When the guy's like, oh yeah, if they die, you'll get more treasure, Howland's eyebrow just cocks up, and Howland looks at every single person in that line. Even Boggyo and Griffin! <laughs> <laughs> Even Boggyo and Griffin a little bit, he just... Hmm. <laughs> Howland's eyes are, like, getting squinty as hell. He's like, damn. I just imagine his face is just, like, his eyebrow squint, and then as he's passing through the crowd... It gets the Baggio and Griffin, and kind of like the Captain America lifting up Thor's hammer, how subtle that is. Howland's eyebrows go down just a little bit more, but just so subtle. <laughs> just, uh. And you see TGB step up forward, and... <laughs> you see TGI Fridays. <laughs> That's all I think of every time you say his name. KGB over there. TGB, he says. Is there really any entertainment on this ship? Ugh. No. Entertain yourselves. Where do we bathroom? JMO's eyes glaze so much, and he just points at the ocean. <laughs> hmm. You see Grispancho say, Is there any alcohol? No, there's no alcohol. Well, I've brought alcohol. All right. If there's any other questions, please hesitate to ask. And he turns away and walks up the ship. The rest of the crew members start moving around, setting the sails, and JMO finally makes one. Take off! The ship starts to move, and there's steam coming from the back of the ship as the sails set and the winds fly. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to give us an iTunes review or tweet about the show. Both of these things really help the show grow and allow us to go on more Eldritch Journeys. It's really true. If you really like the show, I would please, I would get on my hands and knees and beg you to make a tweet about us. Use the hashtag, I forgot what we came up with. <laughs> oh, God. You, uh, tell us what you want the hashtag to be. I really can't remember. I believe it was like, I think it was just hashtag Eldritch Journeys. But if you can use that, I'd really appreciate that. Follow us on Twitter at Eldrick Journeys. You can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. If you want to make a donation to support us, then go to patreon.com slash Journeys. I've changed it. I have changed it. I'm sorry I've changed it, but I've changed it. Patreon.com slash Journeys, all one word. 
you'll have a greater chance at becoming an NPC or naming it, or you can get a message read out on the show, and you will be able to listen to our patron-exclusive podcast, Puzzle Valley. I love Puzzle Valley. I'm working on it. There's a lot of details going into it. We're almost done with it. Just give us a few more months and you'll be able to binge it. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's one of my greatest stories that I got to tell with some of my best friends. So thank you. Anyone who shouts us out using the hashtag... Ah, that's what it was. Anyone who shouts us out using the hashtag Let's Take a Journey or Eldritch Journeys, whichever one you want to use, will get a chance to become an NPC in the world. And if you donate, there's an even greater chance of that. I know Eddie says I'm a shill for saying that. I, I, I'm working on trying to get some better perks for people who actually donate because those are the people that are going to really make our lives so much better. You can also email us at eldritchjourneys at gmail.com to submit magic items to the shelf or anything else that's on your mind. Honestly, though, guys, now that I'm the only one here except for me and my cat, no one who's going to make fun of me for being a little bit emotional. If you listen to the show, if you regularly listen to the show, if you tell people about the show, or if this is your first time, I really do appreciate the hell out of it. This is something that me and my family work very hard at. We try to take as much criticism as we can. We want to make this show something special, not for money purposes, but just to make an incredible story with the people that I love. If there's something you think I'm getting wrong or things that you wish I could do, please just let me know. Anything that you guys want to tell us, I'd really appreciate it. As for the schedule, because someone did ask me about the schedule with these shows, it's really... There's a lot of things that go into it. Between everybody's schedules, Weston's day off is only Sunday. Eddie has blatant and untreated insomnia that the lovely United States of America will not help him with because he has no insurance. And BJ just doesn't sometimes. I can't really defend him. Me, on the other hand, when I try to put the show out, it's mostly due to like how fast I edit because I do edit this several different times in order to make it perfect. There's three different edits. One gets out of the background noise, the second one cuts it all out, and the third one adds music and all that pretty stuff that you guys like. So when the show goes up is when the show goes up until I get a better schedule and Eddie fixes insomnia and all that junk. So I do appreciate you guys standing by when we go through a couple weeks without an episode here or there. But anyway, you've listened to me carry on for so long, so I just want to say thank you so much and let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Tom, and I want to tell you about Tales of Mistara, a podcast that mixes storytelling with old-school pen and paper games. Tales of Mistara is a D&D game, but without players or a dungeon master. There is only me, the rules, and the dice. Join me on your Apple, Google, or Amazon podcast app, or talesofmistara.podbean.com as I tell my story, where nothing is precious, no one is safe from the roll of the dice. Alright, let's fucking go! Freedom, finally. I would like to speak to, what's his name, Eobard. Eobard? Eobark? Eobark. Illabark Sly. Alright, hold on one second. Before we continue, say Illabark Sly three times. Illabark Sly. Illabark Sly. Illabark Sly.
Goes around the outside. Around the outside. Around the outside. Don't you ever fucking test me again. Alright, don't say Illabard again. <laughs> don't say Illabard again. Every time you've said it, like, Illabard, you're right. I'm like, no! Wait, what is it? Illabark? Illabark. Bark like bark grows on a tree. <laughs> like that? Okay, Illabark. Illa be barking. Roll an investigation. Actually, I want to do something before that. Go for it. Do we have any any rope or anything? Uh, yeah, I can say there's rope uh, around the ship. All right. Oh, all right. you motherfucker. What are you going to do? <laughs> this is perfect. I wish my web come on is because I'm squinting at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is funny. All right. All right. You got rope. Big laughs. Big laughs coming. Helen, would you like to join me? I have an idea. Howland is just looking at TG whatever like he wants to violently attack him and Howland is begrudgingly going with you. Uh, Baggio, can you come too? I kind of need you. Yeah, sure. Griffin flies off the ship to the back of the ship. Oh. And I tie a rope to the back of the ship somehow. Mm. I fly back onto the ship. I get Baggio and then at the end of the rope I sit Baggio in the water, and we're going to go parasailing, or paraskiing. Am I the skis? Yeah, yeah, you're the ski. <laughs> the turtle shell. Oh. You're just floating on top of the water. Baggio lays on his back in the water. Yeah, and I'm sitting on top of you with the rope. Oh, you did say entertain ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, just to be clear on this, you, you're you behind the boat. Like, you're, you're behind it, you're on this rope. We're wakeboarding. We're in the water behind the boat. Howland is just looking at that rope. He would, too. Just like a, a drip of sweat going down the side of his face. Just, why shouldn't I do it? <laughs> <laughs> no one would know. Who would know? No one would know. They're gonna know. They're gonna know. Who would know? <laughs> Can I get some Foley of Griffin and Baggio real quick? Uh, What's Foley? Sound effects. Like, how does it sound? This is Baggio when he notices Howland looking at the rope. I just had to find it. It's the office. Softly don't. Baggio, you are being pulled by the ship as the waves are hitting you as you're gliding on the water. (laughs) (laughs) You just go. (laughs) 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 Hey, Griff, this is kind of knocking the wind. Roll an athletics, Griffin. Oh, easy. Easy. Griffin just... I'm king of the... And he swallows a bug. 18. You do a flip with Baggio into the air and then land... Does he freaking kick flip me like a skateboard? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Absolutely. Baggio goes, that was pretty sick. You see the humans of the Osprey actually start crowding around the back as they're laughing at you and, like, cheering for you, Griffin. Oh, yeah. Make a dexterity. Nine? You get hit with a tomato. Oh, shh. What? <laughs> Wait, from where? What the... Weston's like, I'm just trying to figure out who threw that tomato. Who's <laughs> <laughs> throwing tomatoes? Just trying to figure out who the fuck thinks I'm gonna throw a tomato. No, better yet, dude. You should have one of those fish that jumps out of the water. A swordfish? A giant cod. No, it's like Egypt or whatever. In Africa, they have a big problem with it. The fish that are always jumping out of the water. The flying fish? The, oh, wait, the, the Chinese carp? 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. No, you see that one of the humans from the ship threw a tomato and everyone starts laughing at you because it lands right on your face. Damn. <laughs> My confidence. Can Baggio catch the remnants of that tomato and eat it? Roll a perception for me, but yes. 16. <laughs> on a 16, I'll save that one for later. Griffin, you saw that they hit you with a tomato, and now you're seeing that they all hold up some fruit and some other vegetables, and they start launching it at you. Baggio <laughs> goes, but you can't land them in my mouth! <laughs> <laughs> As the crowd is throwing vegetables and fruit at Vagyo and Griffin, Howland is just rubbing his chin like, good. <laughs> good, good. Good. Got them all distracted. Yeah, there you go. Griffin is now going from wave to wave with Vagyo, dodging all this fruit. <laughs> it's like a, a minigame in Vice City or San Andreas. Right. Can I roll an athletics, or no, can I roll an acrobatics to try to catch all these fruits and veggies? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Roll an acrobatics. Your neck just stretches out, and your, your neck's like... Yeah, no, because my neck can stretch out a little bit longer, and I'm catching it with my monk reflexes. Roll acrobatics. Ooh, 22. Yeah, you look back, and I've got like a fruit salad in my hands. <laughs> Are you going, yummy, yummy? You look back and it's like one of those old Looney Tunes where I've got like the fruit on my head like a hat. Because I've caught it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the little Chiquita banana. The crowd in front of you is cheering actually and you actually hear him scream, Get some more veggies. <laughs> Get some more veggies. We need more. Baggio cups his hands over his mouth. Yeah, let's get some more veggies. He does the voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Griffin is going between wave and wave with Vagio catching all this fruit. All the salt water is seasoning the vegetables. <sighs> hey, Vagio, do you want to go parasailing? What's that? Uh, let me show you. Okay. I hit the wave, right? With Baggio still on my feet, like with Baggio, I hit the wave and I go in the air. I reach down and grab him and throw him on my back. Huh! And then I put out my wings. And I'm not flying. I'm, I just had my wings out. Oh, you're falling with style. Now it's like parasailing from the boat. Yes. Oh, it looks beautiful. Cut to Howland as you go down to the lower edge of the bridge. You see Crispancho holding out some alcohol for TGB and Offrod at the same table. Oh, so they're at a table together, vibing. Yep. That foils my plan. Howland is going to uh, kind of waltz on up, and he's like, Good evening, gentlemen. How are we all doing today? He walks up, good morning. Good morning. Crispancho holds up a mug and like, Hey, how are you doing? You see Offrod, he goes, Hello. And then TGB turns to you with that metal armor on, and he says, Hello! When he says hello like that, Howland's, uh, his right eye starts shaking and squinting a little bit. And Howland just has to go, Uh, yes. Hello. Do you mind if I... Howland's just trying his best not to freak out. Yeah. Yeah, Howland is just... Howland is gonna waltz up. He's like, would you gentlemen mind if I were to pull up a seat? Offrod takes his staff and then pushes out a seat for you. He's got some cards that he's shuffling through and he's playing them down. Ah, but of course. And Howland pulls up the chair, sits down. So, tell me boys, why exactly are you here? I suppose I should go first. 
My name is Offrod Druge. I am a master scholar of Autumn's Rise. My school is in great debt, and I wish to bring as much treasure as I can to make the school a better place for educational purposes. I wish to make Autumn's Rise better. Great, if you will. So, you're literally on this mission right now to pay off college debt? Not for myself. For the students. For everyone who wishes to learn in education, I do not wish for them to fall falling. Howland leaning back in the chair, just may the moons bless you then, my lord. Uh, I- I'm assuming he <laughs> just had a thing of coffee. Holds it forward, like, toast to him, like, may the moon bless you, and literally throws the entire fucking mug behind him, just breaks it, like, whips the whole thing, doesn't look at it, doesn't react to doing it, just throws the whole mug. He says, so, what brings you here? My story isn't too complicated, just Howland inner monologue, like it totally is. Going where the wind takes me, trying to get to, uh, Margot's Pass, and, uh, after that, may the gods only know. Immediately, he stares daggers at TGI Fridays, and he's like, "Tell me, <laughs> tell me, TG, what uh, what what are you doing on the ship, buddy?" I'm trying to get some places with my brain. What? I don't talk so. What's the word? As he scratches. Good. Guess <laughs> your word. I'm trying to find my master. What is he again? Uh, you guys would assume he's a paladin. No, 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 I mean, like, what kind of critter is he? Oh, you have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Howland is going to pull back his seat a bit, and he's like, Tell me, uh, TG, do you, do you like islands? Do you like to see the sights? He's thinking for a second. It literally looks like his brain's trying to turn, but he cannot figure out the word before he goes, No! That's the word! No, I don't! I I don't. But of course, of course you don't. Which is good, because I was going to show you nothing. I actually wanted to tell you a secret. Would you indulge me? Come talk with me for a moment. He gets really excited. Secret? What type of secret? Oh, well, if I told you right now, it would be a secret for everyone, and then it wouldn't be a secret, now would it? Follow me over to, and Howland just looks around for, like, the most deserted part of the ship that's close to the edge. (laughs) Follow me over this way, walking to wherever there's nobody at. Real quick, as you're, like, walking, you just hear, like, Griffin and Baggio muffled from outside the ship still. (laughs) He stands up, and he starts walking towards you, Howland, toward that dark corner of the ship. (laughs) And he's like, what do you got to show me? Oh, uh, well, it's secret, and I'll tell you when we get there. I think you're going to like this one. And he starts walking. I don't like the... What's the, what's the word? What's the word? I don't like the... I don't know words yet. The dark! Dark! It's so... I don't like the dark! Yeah, well, it's a good thing we're above deck. Howland is uh walking to, like, the edge of the ship. Like, by the rail of it, basically. I mean, you were below deck, and you said to the other corner, but yeah, sure. Listen, in my mind, we're above deck. Okay, now you're above deck. On which side of the ship? The one where Griffin and Baggio are? No, I'm imagining we're we're on the opposite side of the ship. You're at the front of the ship. Yeah. I'm sorry, Deej. For what? 
What's about to happen? <laughs> oh, no. Well, he starts following you towards that side, and we cut back to Baggio and Griffin, who is parasailing. On that 16 perception, Baggio, that you rolled earlier, and you're now in the sky, the sun is shining down onto the ship and onto the ocean, and there's that glimmer of lights that's on the ocean. So you, it looks like a beautiful scene. The sun is shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. But as you're looking around, you notice that there's a shadow underneath you. Okay. Not as big as the ship or anything. It's not huge, but there just seems to be a shadow that's following the ship right underneath you. Bob goes like, ooh, yeah, wee, yeah. And then he goes, oh. And he sees the thing. He's like, uh, Griffin? Griffin! Yeah, Baggio? You scared? Gri- no, no, it's not about that. It's not about this. Look down. Why? Look at the water. It's beautiful, is it? Oh, uh. <laughs> what in the hell is that? I was hoping you would know. Uh. Are we gonna die? Can I roll perception? Or investigation? Yeah, roll investigation. Nine. I can't see it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> big, big shadow right there, and I'm pointing at it. Can he get advantage? Nope. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, Griffin. We're going to die. We cut to Howland as we see TGB walking over to the railing, and he says, What do you have to show me? Poor guy. Uh, well, it's uh right over here. And we're we're on the side, right, at this point? Yep. Howland is going to go, oh, oh, my, oh no, my balance. And Howland is going to, like, levitate. Right before you do that, you levitate, and the ship gets knocked. Ah! Boom. Oh, my actual balance. Ah, <laughs> oh, my actual balance. <laughs> uh, Howland is just going to, he's about to levitate over the side. He's like, oh, my, oh, fuck. Roll a dexterity saving throw. How di- oh no! He's like, Howland wants to kill this guy. I- I'm I'm gonna make sure he's got he's working for it. There you go. Roll of dexterity. If he's sinking the ship, he's like, Howland's not killing this guy. I'm killing this guy. <laughs> Can't kill him if I kill him first. A sixteen, a solid sixteen. You're about to go off the railing. You were levitating, and TGB just grabs your hand and he says, "You almost." Uh, it, it, uh, fell and then he pulls you back up and there's a ringing of bells on the ship as we cut back to Baggio and Griffin I'm gonna do something risky bisky dude you gotta risk it for the biscuit Griffin get the heck back on the ship real quick Baggio I I need your help for one second just hang on while I'm still holding on to the rope and flying through the air I want to dive into the water and try to look sideways see if I can see what it is and then fly back up. Are you sure that's a good idea? Buddy? Cheech? I hope. I'm a bird, dude. I'll just fly away. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. A wet bird. <laughs> you should do it. You're a wet bird who's super able to fly when they're wet. <laughs> I can, right? Go for it. Do it. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. You're making me second guess all my decisions. No, you, you said it. Go for it. Weston, this is what you want. Okay, what do I got to roll, athletics? 
I'm gonna make you roll athletics, but describe to me what exactly you do before you roll. <sighs> Fuck. Because you also have Baggio with you. You just gonna drop me? You're gonna throw me onto the ship, or what are you gonna? Do? <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw you on the ship. Do I see Halland as I'm flying towards the ship? No, he's on a different part. Of the I was gonna say this is a pretty big ship, and we're like we're on the other end. I forgot you're on the front of the ship. Okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I crash through a door and I land in the laundry room. You just skid across the floor. And I set up and I've got people's underwear on my head. Oh! <laughs> Griffin, you see the shadow knock into the ship again as the crowd of humans, one of them actually falls off and you hear the Wilhelm scream as he falls into the water. <gasps> do I Do I see that guy? Yeah, he goes into the water and he's submerged and you don't see him reemerge. At all. Yeah, you do not see him. Okay, I'm gonna fly into the water. I'm actually gonna take the rope and I'm gonna tie knots on my wrist. Okay. That might be bad, actually. Or you do it for the content, bro. Fuck, yeah, okay, I'm gonna tie it. We're doing it for views, Wes. <laughs> that is true. Do it for the vine. So can I roll? Yeah, roll in athletics as you get closer. Mmm, ten. With a plus eight. So I just rolled a two. Fuck. You are faltering as you go lower. You just wanted to glide onto the water, or did you want to go into the water to check it? Uh, I don't... I, I mean, I wanted to go underneath. Okay, well then, there we go. For a split second, but... There we go. No, you rolled a 10. Now that I rolled a 10, I'm just going to skim across. <laughs> you try to skim across as you go down, but the wind falters as a wave goes up, and the wind knocks into the water and knocks into you as you go up a little bit, and then you just fall into the water. Now that you're submerged, you're trying to look around, and you're trying to see what the shadow is but your eyes are blurring in and out of focus as you're looking down. You see the human being moved around. It's all blurry. You can't really get all of the details right there. You see the human guy that fell into the water as he's pulled into this creature's mouth. Yeah, so saving that guy, huh? And then your eyes unblur, and you finally see what it is. And I'm going to send you a picture. Just Weston? Just Weston. If it's bad, boys, I'll leave the chat. If it's bad, I am moving back to Illinois. Let me find the worst thing ever. <laughs> Austin's just pleased. Can I get a size comparison? It's almost as big as the ship. Oh, 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 one of those as big as the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. We're going down, boys. How is that even possible? That's funny. Don't worry, getting eaten by one of those feels like falling asleep in a blender. It's funny, dude. I only sent it to Weston. <laughs> I know, but I'm just assuming. That's hilarious. To think of one of those as big as a ship? <laughs> oh my lord. Can I go back in the air? Or am I still trapped underwater? I'll let you do it. Let me roll another athletics. Yeah, roll another athletics. There's no way I fuck up twice. I'm kidding. Why, why wouldn't I? You'd be surprised. Yeah, I got 11. I'll give you this. On an 11, you start to fly up towards the top. The the creature, I almost gave it away. The creature turns towards you with its beady black eyes, almost like doll's eyes. Oh. As it starts swimming towards you. Cut to Baggio. Okay, I get up out of the laundry basket, 
throw the like jock straps and stuff off my head and I'm like, oh, I kind of dust myself off and I run out of the room. I run over to the edge of the deck where the railing is and I look and I look over into the water. I go, Griffin! And I look up in the air, look down into the water. I'm like, Griffin! He's in the water and you see the shadowy figure like right under him. Oh, oh no! Baguio takes a few steps back and runs and dives off the ship into the water. Oh shit. Cut. Please tell me Baguio now sees and send it, send it to Beach. All right, one second. This is crazy to think that this thing's this big. Cut to Howland as TGB pulls you back on the railing as he grabs onto the ship as it gets knocked again, Howland. And he says, I don't know what's doing. We got it! <laughs> Howland is just like, we got it! Thank you! And he's dusting himself off. He's like, oh my... Yeah. Howland is just like, you know what? Fuck it. T- uh, you know, one second. Can you look right at this for me? And he puts the wand right up to his fucking nose. Puts it, touches the wand directly to TG's nose and does charm person. <laughs> oh. That's what we're fucking doing. Okay, uh, I'll roll. What's charm person? He can control your mind. The... That's a 17 on my front. Yes. Which makes sense. He's a paladin or something, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you saved it. You're good. He looks at it and he says, Hmm, that's a, um, I just, a, um, mm, spell thing. Oh, my God. So it didn't work. The charm person has failed. That's fine. And Howland's like, right, did you see the thing? In your mind, TG, search your feelings, your mind. What did you see when I touched the wand to you? The vision. Ow. I gave you a vision. Oh, I need to think up. Oh, my brain, it doesn't work on in time. Here, let me do it again. <laughs> touch it to his nose again. <laughs> let me help you out. Let me, let, me, let me do that again for you. Let me try to refresh you. Yeah, he rolls an 11. All right, go for it. How <laughs> it's like, all right, TG. All right. Okay, buddy, honey, and Howland's got his hand on his shoulder. He's just, get off the ship right now. All right, here I go. And he jumps. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> he jumps into the water as it brings him back. Uh... Howland is just a tear. A tear is going down his eye uh, out of joy. Howland's like, it doesn't matter what happens now. TG's literally going overboard, and Howland's just, Surf's up, big kahuna! <laughs> As TG's going. Howland is dusting himself off. He's like, you know, somebody should have told him not to wear such heavy armor when you're on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Also, what the fuck is bumping the ship? <laughs> and before we cut, because I want in on this, god damn it. <laughs> You hold on. We're finding detect creature right now up in this hizze. <laughs> please. Hold up. Can I please cut to Baguio real quick? No. I want to know. The thing is, it's hilarious to think what this is, but just the size of the ship. There's got to be some kind of spell to detect this thing. The only spell that is similar to what you're looking for is a locate creature. So you can find out where it is. He knows where it is. But you don't know what it is yet. Motherfucker. I just looked it up for you. Fuck. <laughs> we cut to Baggio as you jump into the water. You see Griffin. He's having trouble swimming towards the top as this creature comes toward him. And what you see with your clear, perfect Aquan eyes 
Yes, I can see underwater. You see this. Size of the ship, mind you. Okay, let me see. <laughs> Just the size of the ship. He's blinking. <laughs> Deej? We've talked about this. <laughs> I recently used this in one of my games. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Eddie, you're gonna be pissed. I bet I am. <laughs> I'm mad. Oh god. What do you do, BJ? How do we defeat it? Bagio goes, oh god. <laughs> and he looks around for, uh, can I roll a perception to try to see where Griffin is in the water? You, you see where he is automatically. I'll, I gave you that one. Okay, uh, wh wh what would I do to swim over and try to grab him and help him out of the water? Because I can swim pretty good. Roll in athletics with advantage. Do I see Bagio at this point or not? Roll perception. Okay. All right, 10. Dang. Yep, no. 10. No, you do not see him. Oh, we're both fucked. The creature swims too fast and grabs onto Griffin, pulling him under. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Griffin, I'm going to need you to roll a constitution saving throw as you are struggling to breathe. Oh my god, this is like the whole Howlin' thing. This is my turn. Yes. This is where I die. Roll a constitution saving throw. This is the end. Dude, why did I fly underneath, dude? Whoa, 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 did he just get one shot? What do you mean? You're making him roll constitution. A constitution saving throw as he's struggling to breathe. Oh, he's drowning. Okay, okay. I thought for a second it one-shot him, and I was like... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I have 49 hit points, dude. <laughs> Roll a constitution saving Fuck! 14! No, that passes. You still have breath. You're not going to take any damage yet, but you are struggling to breathe as you see the creature is pulling you under. Baggio, what do you do? How, how does it grab me? How do you think? How do you think? Like, there is no, like... <laughs> Don't say it, but you... <laughs> Somebody, I'm just trying to survive out here, dude. Cut to Howland. Howland, what are you doing? Now that TGI Fridays has been dealt with, Howland is like, okay. Now, what the fuck is going on? And Howland is like floating over to Baggio and Griffin where they're at on the ship as fast as humanly possible. You go to the back of the ship and you see the crowd members. One of them actually says, They're down there. They, they jumped into the water. I, they got Frank. <laughs> They got Frank. <laughs> Real quick, he's like, wait, who is Frank? My best friend, he died. Oh, all right, fuck him. Howland continues to walk by the edge. He's like, Griffin! Baggio, what are you doing? Bro, what the fuck? You guys hear that. Wait! Deej, there's something I have to do. There's something I have to do. What do you do? Baggio goes, oh, God, Griffin can't breathe in the water like me. It would be better if I was the one caught. So I activate my best friend amulet. And switch places with him. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. You switch places, Griffin. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, I'm struggling. I gotta fly up for like a second. Yeah, you're gonna need to go get a breath. Bagel's like, Bagel looks at you and goes, I'm in good. Go, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there like like the monkey. The monkey. So I fly up. Do I see Howland at the edge of the ship? Someone tell Howland what happened. You fly up, give me a big breath. <laughs> Howland, you see Griffin as he flies up. Ah, I see you're not dead yet. This is good. 
Uh, no, no. Big problem, big problem. Uh, basically, can I just go up there and just, like, explain? You fly up onto the ship. We cut to Baggio in the water. Baggio's in the water. It's got him, I assume, in its mouth. And Baggio's just punching its nose as they're going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine, like, Baggio's halfway in its mouth, you know, like right here. And the top half of Baggio's sticking out of its mouth. And Baggio's just, like, <laughs> punching its face. Roll an attack. Total claws. I'll take that. It goes <laughs> in the water. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Oh god. That was a drowned sound effect. But roll a perception for me as you're going down. Who, Beach? Yeah. 14. That's good. That's plenty. The creature's mouth is crushing on you, and you feel like it's going to break onto your shell. It's going to break my shell? (laughs) You look up, and you see a silhouette coming down from the ocean. As you see TGB land into the creature's eyes, <laughs> punching it. How did how did he not sink? This motherfucker's got full paladin armor. He's you sinking. He's sinking. <laughs> Bro, I threw him off ten minutes ago. What do you mean? <laughs> this motherfucker's in the Mariana Trench. I'm gonna use this. My ass. What are you talking about? And I knew you were gonna pull that shit too. I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> I knew when I threw him overboard. I knew because we're at the front. They're going to have to pass him. I knew. <laughs> the cr- you st- oh, but TG survived miraculously. <laughs> bet he did. I bet he fucking did. Why couldn't you do this with Dylan's dog? Yeah. I didn't learn. Exactly. <laughs> the creature opens its mouth as it hisses at it getting hit in the eye. As you see TGB sinking air bubbles coming out of his armor. I cut back to the ship with you, Griffin. Can someone tell Alan what this is? Ah. All right, Alan, uh, it's... You're gonna be pissed, Eddie. I bet I am. It's... Okay, it's got... It's got claws. It's got a big tail. Buck teeth. Likes to eat wood. A lot. It's a fucking beaver, dude! It's a giant beaver! It's, uh... Run that by me again. (laughs) As you say, run that by me again... From the water emerges a giant beaver. From the back as it hisses and growls. Pissed. Pissed. And the entire crew begins to scream. It's a fucking beaver! (laughs) Jamosos, all hands on deck. Cannons! Wait, so is Baggio free now? He's in the water. Griffin, does he see the slack? Like, is there slack in the rope now? Yes. I'm going to fly down there and grab the rope from the back of the ship and start pulling. Am I still hanging out of this thing's mouth? No, I just said you were freed by TGB, but you saw TGB sinking with air bubbles coming out of his armor. I'm going to, obviously, because I'm Baggio, I'm going to swim after him. No, you can't, though. Why? The rope is tied to your wrist. It was tied to your wrist. I know, but he switched places with me, right? Okay, Baggio's just going to use his little turtle beak and and snap the rope off, and then I'm going to swim after the guy. <laughs> I just pull on the rope, and I see nothing, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Don't make me switch places again. 
I'm gonna fly up in the air, dude, and just switch places. <laughs> what a wild ride. Just drop you. Oh my god, wait, I could do that if I'm ever falling from a great height and you're down on the ground. Howlin', what do you do as JMO said, cannons? Oh, I've got one fourth level spell slot, and uh, I'm noticing that there is one fourth level spell that I can use that might do something here. I'm gonna try to roll Charm Monster. Oh. You attempt to charm a creature you can see within range, it must make a wisdom saving throw, and it does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. If it fails, the saving throw is charmed by you until the spell ends or until your companions... Okay, it's the DC spell saving throw on your part, I think, is a 13, but I think with your scarf, it's a 14 or 15. I'll just say a 15 for now. So a 15, it has advantage on it. So if it gets above 15... It wins, and it resists. Okay. I'll just roll two of them. A 12 and a 4. Nope. Oh. Howland is just... Damn it! No, 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 no. It didn't roll a 12 plus a 4. It rolled a 12 and a 4. With advantage. It failed. Oh, I see. Howland is levitating above the deck, and he's just glowing purple, and he's pretty much got his arms out. You see the giant beaver heading towards you. We see Howland, little minuscule Howland, in between its two black doll eyes as it's screaming at you. He's pointing his wand at it, and Howland is just like, in the name of the moon, you will listen to me and do as I command. As you say that, someone jumps onto the driver's wheel of the ship as it begins to turn the ship to face it, to use the cannons. But as you are standing in between it, you say that, and the doll eyes go even more black, hazy, glazed over, almost milky, as it seems to droop into the water, looking right at you. Does it still have Baggio? No, Baggio's in the ocean. I'm swimming after uh, the little paladin boy. No, Dimlon. Do I have to say everything out loud, or can I think it and it'll do it? No, you gotta say it out loud, my bad. Howland is going to gently levitate all the way down, like, off the side of the ship to where he's just above the water, and Howland is going to go up to this thing, like, right up to its face, and Howland is going to say, okay, your first task, kill TG, kill the paladin in the armor, but save the turtle. Don't touch the turtle, but kill the armored paladin. <laughs> Eat him, destroy him. I want nothing left. And with that being said, Howland is going to float all the way back to the ship. Tough, DJ. Tough. It's like a game of chess right now. All about... Because DJ can't just, like, bullcrap it. He needs to make it believable if he wants to stop Eddie's plans. The beaver dies of a heart attack just at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beaver has melanoma. He won't wood. The beaver falls into the water, heading downwards as... The crew members all have a question mark glance and stare. Even Offrod, who was on top of the crow's nest looking down with his staff, got an eyebrow cocked. They all looking at the beaver? They were looking at the beaver, but if you look at Offrod, you know that he's staring at you, Howland. Alright. The beaver disappears as JMO looks up, and you see Billy Dean, he goes, Yes. <laughs> I forgot about Billy Dean. <laughs> Where's the beaver? Jamo says, I think he's gone under. As we cut to you, Baggio, you have TGB in your hands and you're swimming towards the surface. 
<laughs> what can I do to get up there quicker? I don't know. You could roll it athletics. Okay, I'll try that. Natural 20. Yeah. I'll let this roll. F- I want to swim so fast up to the surface that I shoot out of the water up onto the boat. You're going to have to make a dexterity saving throw because this beaver is coming at you. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> You see the beaver blocking out the sun as it's coming for you right now. It is swimming at you with intent. And I don't know that this beaver is under any kind of control, so... Ooh, ooh, let me check something real quick. Bagyo's eyes go from, like, his dumb expression, his, like, normal dumb expression. They kind of squint and get real serious. (laughs) He's like, "Mm." (laughs) like, I go serious. And I'm going up there. I had the paladin in both hands. I do like a corkscrew in the water. I turn and tuck him under my arm like a football. And then with my other hand, you see it go back into a flat palm stance. Right when this beaver gets straight up to me, I want to stunning strike it in the nose. What's the DC? It needs to be to 17. Oh, shit. Ed's literally shaking right now. Jesus! A <laughs> <laughs> <On> that one. <laughs> Yeah, I hate to see it. Jesus! <laughs> that one. I imagine I hit it in the water. There's like that ripple of a shockwave from my hand hitting its nose. You know, it's way bigger than me. But my stunning strike stops it in its place. There's like a wave of static that goes from the point of its nose where I touched it all the way across its whole body. Like... It just goes belly up. No, it's like it's not dead, it just goes limp. And then I push off of it and keep swimming. You see the beaver glide down into the water as you basically not On a nat 1, dude, that thing is knocked out. Bagio punched- That's so wild, you got a natural 20 and then I got a natural 1. Can I see this? Like, can Howland see this happening? (laughs) Roll an investigation. I don't know how I miss it, but I'll roll it. (laughs) Well, it's underneath the water. Just because it was underwater. It's so much. It's so much. Yeah, that would see it. It's a giant beaver. You saw the ripple as the beaver went down. (laughs) Once again, floating back down (laughs) to the water. Can I see Baggio when I get down there? I come up out of the water. Yeah, yeah, Baggio shoots out of the water. Shoots out of the water and he's holding TGB in his hands. I'm like, Baggio, stop that man! He's very dangerous! And he's the reason that this beaver is attacking us. That guy is, uh, he's a famous poacher, Baggio. Oh no! He he hunted these beavers and he killed their eggs. Do I land on the deck? To my understanding, we were still in the water. No, I shot out of the water, because that's what I was trying to do. Damn it. <laughs> it just simply Howland goes down there and he's talking to nothing and Baggio's like, wow, it's crazy. <laughs> It's like, oh, he's a, he's a famous poacher, and Baggio's like, oh, no, and he just throws him back into the water. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Baggio wouldn't do that, though. You guys are back on the ship. Baggio has no reason to think Helen would lie to him. Yeah. Baggio's gonna be like, oh, no. Well, that's no good. He should be brought to justice. And Baggio finds the piece of rope that's on Griffin, takes it, and ties the guy up. Says, oh, I'll keep an eye on this guy. <laughs> There you go. Now now you're getting that Baggio. He's unconscious right now because he was drowning in the water. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And Baggio holds him up by the rope and gently punches his stomach. Uh. As the water falls out of his mouth, 
don't worry, I know what to do with this guy and how Linda's going to nudge Vagio. And he's like, what we gotta do is we gotta tie him to the very edge of the ship. So if he tries to escape, he'll just fall in the water and he can't hurt us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I get it. There's a cough from TGB as he says, <laughs> you, saved, you, you saved my life. Of course. Yes. Thank you so much. Listen, TG, I've heard that you might have been doing some bad things. And listen, I know it can get hard out there in the world, and it can get kind of crazy, and sometimes you think, you know, doing these bad things might make my life a little easier. But you know what, TG? It doesn't work like that. You gotta be nice, even if it's hard. Now I'm gonna put you in the brig, and Bakyo walks off with him. I... <laughs> You hear TGB as he's saying, I didn't know I was such a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bagyo and TG are gone. I walked off to the brig. Howland is just sitting there with the most unamused face that you've ever seen, and he's like, that'll work for now. I think eventually this guy's going to be part of the crew at this rate. <laughs> Can I say for comedic effect, you guys follow him and like lock him in the brig? Yes. We're all playing instruments. the classic throwing the bananas at him you guys lock him up in the brig and he's holding on the bars and he's like I deserve this (laughs) you sure do buddy but don't worry you'll get better Baga goes now listen you just sit there and think about what you did okay you're right Um... when we get to the next town I will have to press charges okay I understand (laughs) Alright. He, like, looks down, and then he looks back up at you, and he says, I owe you a life debt, sir. Name's Baggio. Baggio! I owe you a life debt. No. And there I shall tell you my name. (laughs) Let's hear it. (laughs) Why'd you pause like that? (laughs) Why did you hop in the other chair? Are you a Discord admin? <laughs> <laughs> he grabs the horns of his helmet, and as he's holding him, he says, I'm on a mission to save my master, but you should know my name. I tell people to call me TGB because the other one's pretty long, but my name... And he reveals himself as he pulls the helmet off. The Great Bambino. <sighs> And what you see is the face of a pug. Huh? A dog. Like a pug human? Nope. A pug with his fangs out, and he's got a weird smile, and his eyes are crooked looking in two different places. And he says, My name is TGB, the goodest boy! (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't have told that, that. Oh, boy. The goodest boy? Well, then maybe you didn't do all these bad things. Maybe you were framed. Don't worry, we'll get it sorted out when we get to land. No, I definitely did. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely did it. He's definitely guilty. It's all for getting back to my master. Don't worry, Baggio. Justice is a dish best served cold, maybe. I don't don't fucking know. I'm out of here. You're right, Howland. We will help him save his master. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) 
Getting out of there. I'm going back into the water to talk to the beaver one more time. <laughs> I love that. Just no matter what Helen said, Bogger's like, you're right, Helen. We will help him save his mess. I'm going to talk to the fucking beaver. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Bagio gets down and pets the goodest boy on his head and says, Don't worry, you're part of our crew now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, Griff, come meet this dog guy. <laughs> come meet this dude. This is the goodest boy. TGB. Right, right. That makes makes a lot of sense. Um, He needs help saving his master. Where's your uh, your master? He left a long time ago. Um, it's been... I don't know how time works yet. I asked a witch to give me powers. Wait. And then he, like, he hears, like, his his ear goes up and he listens. He says, they weren't a witch. God, I asked a god to give me powers. Oh, that's why you're a paladin. To save my master. He left a long time ago to go on Margot's Pass. How many times have you seen the sun since your master left? He's calculating. He's like, It's been such a long time. Ten. Ten days? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Dog's perception of time is different, I guess. You're right. Like an hour for a dog probably feels like forever. Well, don't worry, TGB. We'll help you. Won't we, Griff? For free, too. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> for free. Griffin's like, I didn't hear that part, but <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll help you get back to where you belong. You will, of course. My master said he was trying to find another home on the other side of Magor's Pass. Oh, but everyone on the other side said he never showed up. You think he's got another goodish boy? <gasps> Why would you say that? Uh, uh, just, you know, maybe, do you have, a, like, like, uh, like a brother or sister? Do you have brothers or sisters? Nope. I'm the goodest boy. Yeah, okay, then, yeah, I was wrong. Never mind. Bagu goes, Griffin, just, I'll meet, I'll meet you on the deck, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I was actually going to see myself out. You said he, he's on the other side of Margot's Pass? He said he was going to be on the other side of Margot's Pass, and he's also moving his arms around, like, wildly insinuating all the things he's saying. <laughs> That's so cute. But he wasn't there. Your name is the goodish boy. Do you know his name by chance? My master? Uh, yeah. Yes, my master's name is Aster. Aster. Aster the master? Master without the M. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Just so this doesn't go over your head there, Weston, slash Griffin. When he says Aster, you remember that name. Wait, do I know that? And that's the name of the man you let Howland murder. Is that canon? Yeah, but I said this to you because you would know that. Bagu goes, all right, well, you stay here in your kennel until we hit land, and then we'll, we'll help you out, okay? All right, and I will face any justice I need. All right, well, that's a good boy. And Bagyo looks over around the room, 
grabs like a box of rations and puts it in there with him and says, Here, oh. eat these while you're in here, and we'll see oh. you when we hit land. Be good. He finds a corner and he curls up. Oh, <laughs> oh look at him. Watch him go. <laughs> All right. And Baggio and Griffin walk out of the room. <sighs> Cut to Howland on the top of the boat cuts to Howland and he is literally laying on his back on top of the beaver's head <laughs> looking up at the sky and he's like listen buddy we got a lot done today not everything went the way we wanted it to go but that's okay because that's how life is and I don't blame you for not killing TG <laughs> kinda got metagamed I'm gonna be honest he should be dead but we're just not gonna talk about it it wasn't your fault <laughs> <sighs> okay. Listen, he's got plot armor. Literally. Unironically. Howland is gonna just, again, be laying on its head, and he's like, Alright, I wanna get to this island as soon as possible, so I can get the fuck off of this ship, and get my hands on some real treasure. So, what I'm going to ask you to do, if you please, I need you to use your great beaver strength to push the back of this ship and help get us to that island as fast as humanly possible. And one day, I believe deep down in my black heart that you will kill TG. <laughs> What's that platypus noise that Perry does? Like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she does right that at you. And then it starts to swim towards the ship before it pounds into it and starts swimming faster. You actually see JMO on the top of the ship go, This is fun. Baggio and Griffin, you actually feel that little pounce as you walk up the stairs. <sighs> Griffin, with that thought now in your mind, the understanding that I have placed in front of you. While the beaver is paddling with its tail and pushing the back of the boat, Howland is still just laying on it, and he's got his arms behind his head, and Howland is looking up at the sky. And Howland is just like, man, life sure takes you to some weird places, huh, buddy? I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that that one. I can't roll my R's. Cutting to Baggio, you see an old woman, clear member of the Osprey. She's got a parrot on her shoulder, and she's looking over the deck towards a different area of the ship. She puts her finger in her mouth and then she tests the wind, petting her parrot. And she's a very old woman. She puts the parrot on her arm. Gray hair, lots of different wrinkles on her face. One of her eyes is milky. Hey, Griff. Who is this? I... I, I don't... Do I? Did I? Well, I want to say hi. No, I... <laughs> Baga walks up to her and says, um... I'll be right behind you. Excuse me, ma'am? Eh? What do, you, what do you want? We didn't see you when we were boarding. I'm Baggio, this is Griffin. Hi. What's your name? You may call me Parsnip. Parsnip? Parsnip. I love those. She looks like she's had a stroke. Like, part of her face is moved to one side, droopy. Oh. She says, What may I do for you as I release my buddy parrot here? 
What all do you know about this Margo's past? I... The past is evil. I dare not tread on it. That's why I do not leave the ship when we make port. Oh. Do you know the the backstory behind this at all? There's too many to count, and you never know which one is the real. What's the biggest secret you know? We're trying to figure some things out. There's lots of evil in this world. There's lots of wickedness. A lot of it has happened, and most of the stories about Margot. Most are don't end very well for her. She was in love, wasn't she? I'm sure you could interpret it that way. But she was also a filthy Janashi. Oh. So she must have gotten to what was coming to her. Okay, uh... Racism, um... <clears throat> Racism? No. Hatred. I think that's racist. I think those two things often uh, kind of align, actually. Do you know who the man was, his name? Or who she was in love with? She has been forgotten. He has no name in the stories. It's all about Marco. I believe the Janashi have been cursed since their inception. And that's why they choose to move their wicked ways towards everyone around. They are the reason we are on this ship. They are the reason that Falcon Tomb no longer exists. Now what? Come again? The home of the, the home of the humans. Yeah, you remember Falcon Tomb, Griffin, because you went there to help escape any prisoners of war that were stuck in Falcon Tomb, on the very edge of Falcon Tomb. You didn't go into the city, but you did go into the prison that's on the very edge of Falcon Tomb. She says, hold on one second, I have a name. Unless you guys want to throw something at me. Uh, P.T. Barnum. I have to send Barnum to Falcon Tomb. As she pets the parrot's name and it goes, He's gotten too old and I wish for him to see the city one last time before he dies. You may say what you will. Say what you will about... Espero. Say what you will about Wraithings or any other two-bit so-called kingdom in the world. Whatever the answer is to solving the wickedness of this weird little land we live in, the answer resides in Falcon Tomb. She turns to Barnum the parrot as she puts it into the sky points in a direction as it flies off her shoulders. The parrot hovers in the air for a little bit before it looks back at Parsnip, who simply nods back, and the parrot turns and flies towards Falcon Tomb. In her eyes, we see her staring up at the parrot. You guys look at her, and she smiles, and she says, I'd always hoped to have seen Falcon Tomb one last time. But I guess it just was not in the cards. And she stands up. She looks back at you two. 
and she says, What do you plan to do about that? As she closes her eyes, and she falls backwards off of the ship. Magil tries to catch her, but misses. As she falls into the water, you see her body submerge and disappear into the blue deep. I imagine Baggio tries to jump over the railing. Griffin grabs a shell. Jamo is near as he says, Leave her be. She's seen too much for her to go on any further. She's happier this way. Most of the Osprey, or the humans for that fact, wish to go out on their own terms after what happened to their land. That's, uh... Godspeed. Godspeed is right. And as he says that, he starts walking to the front of the ship, and he says, Speaking of speed, we've made record time. And he turns to the entirety of the ship, and he says, Land ho! We see in the distance a looming cloud over an island in the distance. We see the marble white land that the island resides on top of. There's not many trees on it, but it is large and built with a fortress on top. You can see smoke emanating from many different corners of the island. As Jamo stares back at it and he says, Skullcap Island. I guess the real journey starts now. And the camera cuts. The Osprey shit. Hmm. The Osprey shit. <laughs> the Osprey taking a shit. Everybody's lined up dumping their ass off the side of the ship, just <laughs> taking shits together. I'm gonna end up deleting that, aren't I? <laughs> the Osprey sh- <laughs> He started to say it again! They're all just, it's this music playing, and they're all just taking a shit in the water. Griffin is now on the lookout tower, perched over, letting it rip. Are you standing on the lookout tower, or are you, like, holding on with your feet like a bird? <laughs> like a bird. I'm on the crow's nest. Perched over with his ass hanging off the side of the tower. Oh, nasty white bird poop. I'm kidding. Did he just say what I think he said, Griffin? You love to see it. Yeah. No, I'm doing something. Go away. Forever. Uh, we'll cut. Retake it. Hold on, let's re... Okay. Alright. Go again. She found her prince chained and burnt. Wait. You you skipped a whole bunch. <laughs> I checked my watch for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he looked away for one second. Lost it. I was so confident in that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to go up a, the la- uh, up a bit. 
Howland's eyebrow raises at that, and the running meme, the devil's advocate meme. Thank you. No references. No references. No references. They won't get it. <coughs> uh.